Would you pray with me this prayer by the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr.? O eternal God, out of whose absolute power and infinite intelligence the whole universe has come into being, we humbly confess that we have not loved you with our hearts, souls, and minds, and we have not loved our neighbors as Christ loved us. We have all too often lived by our own selfish impulses, rather than by the life of sacrificial love as revealed by Christ. We often give in order to receive. We love our friends and hate our enemies. We go the first mile but dare not travel the second. We forgive but dare not forget. And so we look within ourselves. We are confronted with the appalling fact that the history of our lives is the history of an eternal revolt against you. But you, O oh God, have mercy upon us. Forgive us for what we could have been but failed to be. Give us the intelligence to know your will. Give us the courage to do your will. Give us the devotion to love your will. In the name and spirit of Jesus we pray. Amen. A reading from Luke, the fourth chapter. Then Jesus, filled with the power of the Spirit, returned to Galilee, and a report about him spread through all the surrounding country. He began to teach in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. Then he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Many will read this text and see in it a familiar companion, and it's not Jesus. No, the companion we meet here is one familiar to Jesus as well, the Holy Spirit. Oh sure, for us Christians we likely know about the Holy Spirit, but for many of us the Spirit is second, or maybe even third fiddle. We talk about Jesus a lot. God is a regular in our conversations. But the Spirit? For many of us, it's not always a term that comes up in our regular faith talk. Though for many, the Spirit is felt as a constant companion and is the focus of regular reflection. Pentecostals, Charismatics, and many others regularly focus much of their attention on the presence and work of the Spirit, both in the world and in their own lives, and for good reason. 
The Spirit is a central figure in the entire biblical story and everything that God is up to. At the beginning, God the Spirit is hovering over creation, an active part of calling everything into being. It's the fire of the Spirit that summons Moses to deliver God's people in the Exodus. And it was the Spirit blowing to and fro through literally every story we have in the Hebrew Scriptures. Jesus knew this. This same Spirit that was active descended on Him like a dove in His baptism. The Spirit drove Him into the wilderness and has directed His steps to this synagogue today. The same Spirit, active in today's story, testifies to her presence in the prophet Isaiah and shows a forward motion into the coming ministry of Jesus. Past, present, and future, blowing here and there, lighting our way and empowering our work, the Spirit is in it all. I'm reminded of a story I've often heard. A story of a nun whose calling was to visit the sickest people in hospitals. All tragic and heartbreaking stories. Before each visit, she'd stand outside the room for several minutes in prayer, asking the spirit to fill the room. Then she'd knock, open the door, and breathe in the spirit for her work ahead. I think what she was doing was not so much inviting the spirit in, she knew all too well the Spirit was already there. Instead, she was praying to awaken her sense to the presence of the Spirit in the world. That's what Jesus has been doing for these past few chapters of Luke, enlivening his own awareness of the presence of the Spirit. So too may we awaken our own sense of the Spirit in our world and especially in our lives. Today, would you spend some time in prayer that you may be aware of the Spirit. Pray that each place you go, that each activity you do, and each encounter you have be filled with the Spirit. So that as you breathe in, and as you breathe out, you may be awakened to the activity of the Spirit. Amen.